Ah, summer. The best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Something I for sure love having in my home is super clean countertops. And I love when it smells good too. So you can bring the vacation vibes to your home with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy with a refreshing scent that'll transform your space into a tropical island retreat and give you a powerful clean. No plane ticket required. Unleash your self-expression with the enchanting coconut fragrance of Clorox Sentiva. You can get yours at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. For 60 years, St. Jude doctors and researchers have helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And we need your help getting that number to 100%. And most important, your support means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food. That peace of mind means so, so much for these families. So join me in helping St. Jude in this fight. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Life ain't always pretty, but hey, it's pretty beautiful, thing. Laugh a little more, thing. Tight, tighten up your core, thing. Said EK, you're kicking it with four things. With Amy Brown. Happy Thursday, Amy here. And we are doing an OG style four things episode. So four different things. And last weekend, I went to a self-care workshop. It was amazing. And I'm super motivated to talk about why it's imperative for us to have a self-care routine. And I know we talk about self-care a lot here. I'm sure you think you're probably taking care of yourself at times. I know I sure thought I was. But you may not be doing the best thing for your personality. And then maybe you're someone that feels selfish when you do it. And if that's you, you you're not alone because I saw that one in three people feel guilty for taking time for themselves. And I want to get that down to zero And I realized this weekend that I don't really have a routine that fits my specific needs. And we're going to get more into that during the second thing in a minute. And then for the third and fourth thing, I've got four tips for a happy life and the key to succeeding in life, a simple way of living that's going to make you more successful. And for the first thing, I'm about to share with you something that popped up for me on Instagram. First thing. Now, this is not an Instagram account that I follow. It's just a suggested reel that showed up for me to watch. And sometimes I don't really pay attention to those. I just, you know, swipe, swipe or whatever. But this one caught my attention. It's from an account called Young and Alive. And I watched the whole thing and I loved it. So I'm going to play it for you now. The human brain cannot comprehend the negative. It is incapable. 
I'll give you an example. You ready? Don't think of an elephant. Uh, you can't tell the human brain not to do something. Skiers know this. If you go through trees on skis, you go, don't hit a tree, don't hit a tree, don't hit a tree. Guess what you're watching? You're only looking at trees. As opposed to follow the snow, follow the path, follow the path. The only thing you see is the path. It's the same thing for you. If you focus on the obstacles, all you will see is obstacles. If you focus on the path through the trees, all you will see is path through the trees. It's your choice how you choose to perceive your own career. It's literally perspective. Now, when he mentions the part about the trees and not wanting to hit a tree, but then that might make you actually hit a tree, that's called target fixation. And that's an attentional phenomenon that occurs when someone becomes so fixated on a distraction that they're trying to avoid that they inadvertently increase their risk of collision with it, which is crazy to think about. And I feel as though sometimes when I'm on the highway, if I'm next to a big truck, I keep worrying about the big truck and thinking that the big truck is going to hit me. And now I know target fixation. I need to not think that way because then I'm increasing the chances of something happening between me and that truck. Now, someone in the comments of the post said that they learned from Oprah 25 years ago to remove negative words from their dialogue, leaving room for only positive ones. So, for example, instead of saying to someone, please don't hesitate to contact me, it's better to say, please contact me, taking out the negative word of don't. I personally don't realize how often I make negative words a part of something when they're not necessary at all whatsoever. And maybe you're the same way. So I thought we could go over uh, different ways to give our vocabulary a positivity boost. Now, these phrases I'm about to share are 100% meant to be positive when we're saying them, but our brains have a negative bias and they subconsciously bring up all of the reasons not to do something, problems or complaints when processing these words. And I'm going to rattle off examples. Again, we're innocently saying these things. We're trying to say something positive, but we're actually, you know, have a low vibes with it. And now we can replace it with high vibe language. And the swaps are so easy. We just have to pay attention. So it's going to take work. Now, instead of telling someone no problem, when they ask you to do something, you can replace it with definitely. If someone asks you how you are, instead of saying, well, can't complain, replace it with everything's going well, thanks. Instead of saying, oh, I'm exhausted, which confession, I said that the other day probably 15 times, and it was probably making me more exhausted because I was saying it. But instead of saying that, we can replace it with, I need to rest. Instead of saying constructive criticism, we can replace that with feedback which I'm guilty of asking you for constructive criticism. I've said, hey, send an email, four things with amybrown at gmail.com. would love to hear from you. What can we do better? What can we do differently? The lives that I have coming up, the last one I did in Kansas, I reached out to people that were there and asked them for constructive criticism. And now I know I should have said, hey, do you have any feedback for me? That would be great. Instead of telling our kids, don't throw the ball inside, replace it with, please, take the ball outside, which gosh, I know when it comes to my kids, I'm so tempted to say no all the time because it's just so easy to just bust out no. <laughs> However, I've been working really, really hard to rephrase it as a statement for my kids that they can do something rather than they can't do it. 
and it's working on my son. I see the difference. For example, since we just mentioned throwing the ball inside, I'll stick with that, especially because, well, I literally had to say this to my son and his friend that was over last weekend. They were in the living room, and Stephen's like, hey, can we throw the football in here? And instead of saying no, I practiced, and I said, yes, you can throw the football. Remember, we only throw it outside. Worked like a charm. His brain heard, yes, I can throw the football. It wasn't shutting him down. He wasn't hearing the negative. And then I kindly reminded him in that same sentence that we do that outside. And then he grabbed his friend, they got the ball, and they went outside, no issues. Another example is just the word don't. Instead of saying don't, we can replace it with I like it when. So this is good, especially you know when we're talking to loved ones, maybe coworkers, our kids, instead of like, oh, don't do this, or da 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 hey, I really like it when, and then you fill it in. Or have you ever thought about this one? Because I actually hadn't until recently. Instead of saying, I missed you so much, you can say, it's so great to see you. I never thought of, I missed you so much having, you know, lower vibes, but it's true. It's better for us to say, oh my gosh, it's so great to see you. And these are just small changes that we can make that'll help keep our brains in a more positive space. Second thing. I mentioned that one in three people feel guilty or selfish doing self-care when in reality, the opposite is true. It's not selfish at all. And I want people, especially women, to stop feeling guilty. Now, both you and the people in your life benefit when you take time to care for yourself. And a big takeaway from the self-care workshop that I went to last weekend was that self-care looks so different for every single one of us, but how it serves us is the same. We can all transform and heal when we learn how to cater to our very own specific self-care needs, but it's up to you to figure out what's gonna be best for you, and there are ways to figure that out. And one way is the Enneagram. So if you're into that, you may already know your number and you can use it. If you don't know your number, there are tests online. There's lots of different ones. I saw a website, EnneagramGift.com, which I'll link it in the show notes. They did a whole article and posted the top five free Enneagram tests. So maybe go take one of those or shoot, maybe even take all five and see if you get the same number on all five of them. Now, I'm a three on the Enneagram, so what works for me may not be the best for you, but I'll give you three as a quick example. And then, again, once you know your number, there's tons of resources online, so many blogs that talk about the best self-care for each Enneagram number. So you can just Google those keywords. And for me, being a three, self-care looks like shutting down from work and technology, limiting it in general is so, so good for me. But a challenge might be seeing if I can go a whole weekend without any technology. That is a huge form of self-care for me as a three. Reading a book and actually carrying a book around with me. So if I have a few minutes here and there, I can sit and relax instead of maybe grabbing my phone and getting on social media. Doing something like laying in a hammock is self-care for me going for a drive, listening to music that I like, and feeling my feelings through the music and the drive. Which, speaking of 
feeling feelings, writing and journaling my feelings is a big time self-care situation for me as a three. And then I love that hiking is also good for threes because I do feel rejuvenated after I hike. But some people that I know, a hike would be miserable. Like they'd be like, no, that is not a form of self-care. I feel worse after I go hiking. Another thing for a three, but I also think that this is probably good for everybody because I just hear all of the people that I admire in life rave about meditation, which is something that is very, very new to me, but it's also on my list for threes. And I get it. Meditation can be intimidating, but there's really no reason for it to be because you're just sitting there and you can have certain thoughts, but you just release them. My thing was my brain is just so busy all the time. I can't really meditate, but there I go saying the word can't. I shouldn't do that. I should say I can meditate and I will work on it. So see how easy it is for negative words to sneak in. So you can meditate. You can do it. You can sit there as the thoughts come in. You just release them. Acknowledge the thoughts, release them. Guided meditations are super helpful and you can find tons of those online. Just search them up and take a guided meditation. The music will be soothing, the mantras, the words, the prayers being said, um, they're there for you. And again, if you lose focus, it's not a big deal. You just acknowledge it and release it. Now, sometimes we think of self-care as you know, a massage, a manicure, or shopping, which I do think that that can be a form of it. But really, the routine of self-care that I'm talking about, again, is tapping into what's really going to be best for you, like daily activities that you are deliberately taking part in to approve your inner and outer well-being. And the workshop that I went to was all about mind, body, heart, that connection of those three things. And self-care, it's not just about the pampering and the grooming yourself. Again, can be a part of it, but it's a lifelong journey. It's not something that we just, you know, can do once a month and we're good for the rest of our lives. No. For me, I'm seeing it now as a daily thing. And again, self-care looks different from one person to the next. You might feel energized after a super intense workout with weights like HIIT, CrossFit, something like that. I would not. I want to go on my hike and be with nature and do some breath work and maybe a yoga class. And I'm very very thankful for the workshop that I was able to attend, which speaking of yoga, we did it there and I had not done yoga in a while and I was so sore the next day, but it felt so good. So shout out to Katie Gustafson, Allie Fallon and Kula Callahan. Katie is a licensed therapist that gave us a deep dive on the Enneagram and how it can help us tap into our self-care needs. And then Kula's the yoga instructor and she led us through mindful movement and how important mindful movement is. And then Allie is a writer and an author that helped us understand how writing is a powerful tool in creating positive change in our lives. And Allie's been on the podcast before, and she's actually going to be at our Four Things Live in Nashville at the end of the month on the 25th. And she's just one of four guests joining me on stage. She's one of the wisest people that I know. All of my guests are amazing, but watching Allie at this workshop, I'm like, oh, I could watch her and listen to her and take notes from her all day long. So even if she was the only guest, I'd be like, y'all need to come to this. The 7 p.m. show is sold out. The 3 p.m. show is close to selling out, and we'd love to have you if you can come. I'll link the tickets in the show notes, or 
you can click the link in my Instagram bio, the link tree. My handle is Radio Amy. And also in my link tree, you can get the details to our pop-up shop for Haiti. You do not want to miss that. We're going to have so many cute things for you to buy with all proceeds going to Haiti. Free cocktails. We're all just hanging. This is the night before the live on the 24th at Restore in Brentwood. It's a happy hour. It's like 4 to 7 p.m. And I cannot wait for that. And then I guess another thing you should check out on my Instagram since this was such a huge response when I posted about it is the snail stuff that I've been putting on my face. I went ahead and made it a highlight button. People went crazy for this stuff. So if you want details, it's snail secretion growth factor. And it's been making my face glow like crazy. And I made a snail highlight. So you can find all the details there. Again, that's at Radio Amy. All right, so I've been saving on shopping this year by only buying new clothes when I've sold some clothes that I no longer wear. And what this has done is it's forced me to be super wise when I'm adding clothes back into my closet. I want to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and that's where Quince comes into play. You can go see for yourself all the awesome stuff they have, especially for summer right now, like European linen dresses and blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, 14-karat gold jewelry, so much more. And if you're like me, you're like, hmm, This just seems too good to be true. Well, what Quince does is they partner directly with top factories and they cut out the cost of the middleman and they pass the savings on to us. So we are getting things for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. For example, I'm literally looking on their website right now at this open knit cover up maxi dress that'll be great for the summer, 100% organic cotton. And it's $49.90. It could retail for $148. So that's 66% savings. And with warm weather here, you need to check out Quince. All you got to do is go to quince.com slash Amy for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's com slash Amy. You're going to get free shipping. Again, 365 day returns. That's quince.com slash Amy. Ah, summer, the best time of the year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices, and vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With IKEA, your plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really, any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. For 60 years, St. Jude doctors and researchers have helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And we need your help getting that number to 100%. And most important, your support means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food. That peace of mind means so, so much for these families. So join me in helping St. Jude in this fight. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. 
A bunch of psychologists got together and shared tips for a happy life. And it's almost like they made this for the podcast because there's four of them, four tips for a happy life. And some of this is going to match up with, you know, the self-care we were talking about in the last thing. I'll start with the first thing they mentioned, and it's moving your body. And at that self-care workshop I went to, moving our bodies and being mindful at the same time and being in tune with our bodies and what's doing, like there's so much healing that can come from that. But you've got to pick the the movement that's going to be best for you. For some people, it might be running and you get that runner's high. I used to be a runner. I do not enjoy running anymore. And that's not be me being negative by saying do not. <laughs> I'm not going to run. I don't even know how to say that in a positive way. It's just not happening. I used to trick myself into liking it because I guess I was burning a lot of calories. But I'm not someone who enjoys running, so I don't get that runner's high. But maybe that is you. If it is, make sure you're getting out and doing that running. But which, what's the workout? What's the movement that's best for you? Is it the yoga? Is it the hiking? Whatever it is, moving our bodies reduces stress, reduces anxiety. It can boost your mood, lowers the risk of depression. Any small amount of movement is better than none at all. But moderate to high intensity workouts that really raise the heart rate bring even more mood boosting benefits. So I feel like that's screaming at me right now. I I really need to sometimes raise my heart rate more than I do, but maybe I will go on hikes that have more of an incline or something like that. Uh, The second thing is prioritize connection, which I love this because connection is one of my words for the year. I have a desire statement for the year, more connection, more work. And the work part isn't about working a ton, like working more, but it's working in a different way, more work, more diversity in my work if that makes sense, but more work was just a way to shorten it, but I know what I what I mean by it. So more connection is about your relationships with not just romantic partners, but friends and family. All of that affects our moods. These social connections are important to our overall well-being and life satisfaction, and research shows that feeling like you're connected and part of a group gives people a stronger sense of purpose and a source of support during tough times. So what are things you can do to prioritize connection? For me, I have been putting things on the calendar with my people. I schedule walks way in advance. I schedule dinners way in advance. I schedule happy hours, meetings, like different things are on the calendar with some of my friends three months out. And hopefully we can still make it work when the time comes, but nobody's going to be mad at each other. If that doesn't work out, we'll just figure out something else. But I schedule talks at times because life has a lot of different moving parts, especially if you're working and you're a mom. Making time for connection is something that is so important, but you've got to be intentional about it. So if it is with your friends, like I'm trying to do, or maybe it's with family, like my sister was just calling me as I'm recording this, and I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going to have to call her back, right? And we hang up because we have been trying to connect for a few days now. Maybe it's with, you know, your significant other. What can you do to prioritize that connection? Then the third thing is something we are 
all about here is uh, practicing gratitude. Taking time to appreciate what you have can help you focus on the positive and just feel happier. It's as simple as listing the things that you're thankful for that day in a gratitude journal or on your phone, which we have the four things gratitude journal we made. It's so simple. It's not intimidating. It's a cute, easy way to track your gratitude. And it's a purchase that you can feel good about because all proceeds go to supporting education in Haiti. You can find those at fourthings.com. But like it says here, you can also just enter it in on your phone. And research shows that writing thank you notes also has a positive impact on mental health, which is something to, to make note of. When's the last time you wrote someone a thank you note? I could definitely get better at that. And then the fourth thing is spend time with pets. Now, this is an easy one since pets are a huge source of joy for a lot of us. Just being around pets has been shown to boost levels of serotonin and dopamine, the happy hormones that are in our brain. And psychologists say that family pets not only provide companionship, but studies have also found that they lower rates of depression and anxiety as well. So if you don't have your own pets, maybe you've got a friend that has some pets and you can go schedule some time with their dog or their cat or go volunteer at a shelter. They need volunteers to walk the dogs, play with the dogs, play with the cats, do whatever. That could be how you get your fix without having to have the responsibility of having your own pet. Now, I guess in a nutshell, the main ingredients for happiness and what the research boils down to are social connections and activity, both of the mind and of the body. So there you go. Four tips for a happy life. Move your body. Prioritize connection. Practice gratitude. Spend time with pets. Four things with Amy Brown. We're going to sort of put a bow on this episode by circling back to the first thing that we talked about, which was positivity and positive thinking. According to a new study from the University of Essex, the key to succeeding in life is positive thinking. Wishing for things, hoping for things, believing things can happen will make you more successful. The study included over a thousand students in four different countries and researchers say that those with a more positive, hopeful attitude perform better. The study suggests that if two students of the same ability took a test, the more hopeful of the two would score higher. Researchers also say that hopeful thinking can increase lifespan, lower depression, promote cardiovascular health, and boost resistance to illness. So therefore, you're just going to overall feel better the more positive you think. But I also love that it's going to make you more successful. So if you've got a test coming up, if you've got a speech coming up, if you have a, a work deadline coming up, know that you're going to kill it and do awesome. Actually, now I'm feeling bad for saying the word kill right there because uh, is that a negative word? <laughs> Back to the first thing. <laughs> I'm really trying to watch my language here. So maybe we should say you're going to own that room. You're going to be amazing. You are an excellent speaker. Whatever it is that you have to do, believe in yourself. That's the bottom line. Know that you're going to do awesome. Like I'll repeat that one part about, about the tests. Researchers say that those with a more positive, hopeful attitude performed better on the tests. That's the key to succeeding in life, positive thinking. Over a thousand students were involved. And the students, like the two people that were taking the test, they had the same ability. 
So you're talking the same level and voila, the person that had the positive thinking ended up with the higher score. So share this information with your kids if they're in school. If you're in school right now, use it. Use this information at your job. Believe in yourself. Know that you are capable and you deserve all of the amazing things that are going to come to you with, with this positive thinking. And it doesn't mean that real stuff doesn't pop up in life that is hard and heavy. That's not what I'm saying here at all. I'm just trying to give you an episode that is going to fill up your cup and lead you towards a happy life. And and two things can be true at the same time. You can have some really heavy, hard stuff going on, but you can be a happy person. And we want to head in that direction. At least I do. And if you want to join me, well, these are the things that are help get us there. The positive thinking, eliminating some of those negative words from our vocabulary, paying attention to self-care for our personality type. Maybe you're not into the Enneagram. Maybe you know other personality tests that you've done and you can research what your self-care is based on the information you've received from those tests. This is just stuff that I'm paying attention to for myself and I am sharing it with you. So thanks for, for joining me and, you know, cheers to a happy life, to more success, to self-care and positive thinking. All summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. For 60 years, St. Jude doctors and researchers have helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And we need your help getting that number to 100%. And most important, your support means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food. That peace of mind means so, so much for these families. So join me in helping St. Jude in this fight. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. All right, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth that no matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can really make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through things. Now, BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. BetterHelp.com. 